We want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's a destination specialist with touring plans and can help you plan an amazing vacation. Whether it's Disney, Universal, a cruise, or an all-inclusive, she can help you with booking, planning, and strategizing to help you have an incredible experience at a great rate. Contact her today at michelle at touringplans.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And Doug, when this show goes live, you will be at Walt Disney World enjoying Guardians of the Galaxy. Your uh, motion sickness patch going to hang in there? We'll see. We'll see how it goes. You're going to do it. I don't. I'm on the fence, but I'm You're pretty sure I'm going to do it, Doug. You're doing it for all the listeners right now. They're all chipping in. They're cheering for you. That way we can talk about it on the trip report. We'll see. We'll see. We will Next see. Next week, trip report. Cannot we'll wait. See. Also, a bonus trip report. My son's birthday. He is going to be on the show. He is down there uh, right now having a great time. And so we're going to talk to him as well about his birthday. Also, why would he take his mom instead of That's me, Doug? That's a great question. That one you'll have to ask him. Yes. So if you want to hear why that happened, you're going to have to listen to next week's show as well. But first, we need to thank a few new Patreons for joining the Rope Drop Radio community. So thank you, Jessica and Chad Pennycuff. Also, back to the community is Dylan Gamble. Thank you so much for joining the Rope Drop Radio Patreons, getting the bonus episodes. We have a great one that we'll talk a little bit more about here in a minute. But we have a great show this week as well. Yes. And then Apple podcast reviews. So when you look at Apple, you can only see the reviews from your country. And we had somebody hook us up with uh, reviews from all over the world. So we're going to read two from north of the border from a little while ago. All right. This is from Canada. The best Disney World podcast. Five stars. There are so many good Disney World podcasts to listen to, but Rope Drop Radio is my favorite And it's spelled like a Canadian would spell it, by the way. All right. Derek and Doug are great hosts who choose relevant topics and guests. It's good information with lots of humor thrown in. And that's from Becky Burton from Canada. And then another one from Canada, also five stars. Bonjour de Montreal, land of the real poutine. hello, by the way. Uh, Thank you. Got it. You know, I took French. I took AP French. There you go. There you go. All right. Just love your podcast. You are funny. You are smart. You have this petite je ne sais quoi. Keep on the good work. Marilyn Fillin from Canada. Merci beaucoup. Yeah. There you go. Thank you, all the Canadian listeners. I'm half Canadian, so I love it. Yeah. So north of the border reviews, keep them coming. Uh, We love all the reviews. Thank you very much. Thank you. So today, Doug, we are doing listener questions. I can honestly say these are my favorite episodes. You do love these. I do. You ask, we answer. Are they the right answers? Maybe. They're our own opinions. They're answers. They are. And so we got a lot of them. We asked on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. But most of all, we asked on Patreon. Mm -hmm. And of course, they are going first. So we're going to answer those Patreon people. Uh, Not that we love them more, but they do pay to get their questions answered. But our first question was asked on every platform, maybe even multiple times. That is true. So um, the first question... 
by a lot of people, including CT. Uh, when do you think the dining plan is returning? 2027. Really? Well, that was a little bit more than I thought. Well, if I say it that far away, maybe it will be happened sooner. I was going to say when the train comes back to Magic Kingdom. Hey, they laid some tracks. I saw week. that. So I mean, we're getting there. Also, the dining plan is getting there. Is it? I think uh, so. laying tracks for the dining plan. I don't know. I just don't understand why. Why it's not back now? I mean. It's a money maker. I'm for going Disney. to say the uh, the holiday season this year. It's back a hundred percent. I think it has to be more than 180 days out. And I think when it comes back, they move the dining booking window just to torture us. And maybe because I say that they won't do it. But I I think the 60 days is great. I love it. But I I'm nope. I bet I something, know. it may not be 180, maybe they move it to 90 or 120, 180 is insane. Let's, so let's... when do you think? I said holiday season, which could be November, December, because that's what I do. I really think January. Oh, you're going even but later. But they said okay. at one time, like, it's coming back. It's this year. They thought it'd be this year, and so maybe December 31st, just okay. so that they can be like, look, it came back you in 2022. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm going to go on. I'm going to give a little uh, tease to our Patreon episode real quick because not only did we have one, we had a couple people ask the same question, but uh, Olivia asked, how are you guys able to go to so many trips? She's jealous. Just curious. Are you guys DVC members? Are there any tips to cutting costs down? Just wondering what we should be doing to use our money the best way to support our Disney addiction. So, yes. Doug and I are addicts to Disney, of course, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about that more on the Patreon episode, which yep. means you need to subscribe and click the link in the show notes to hear the answer to that question. Yes, it will be a good one. That will be the whole show. We're going to really. Oh, yeah. We talked about that. It. It's like that is more than a two minute listener yeah. question answer for yeah. sure. One we want to give justice to. All right, CT asks, what do you guys think of the new Genie Plus changes? Another one that we could probably talk about for a while. So we record a show titled Genie Plus Tips and Tricks. We did. I feel like Literally, it was very recently, too. Great. We recorded on Tuesday night. Okay. Wednesday, Disney announces, starting June 8th, Disney Plus will no longer be offered for pre-arrival ticket add-on at Walt Disney World for the remainder of 2022 and 2023. So now you have to buy it day of... Now, uh, day on is, is 12.01. Yeah. And they kind of hint at they're going to limit how many people can buy it. Cost so some Hollywood days, Studios. watch out, Genie Plus might sell out. So if you wait until 6.50 to buy it, AM, You course. might not get it. Maybe it's I gone. think that's a scare tactic for the record. To get people to buy at midnight. Yes, but let's keep in mind, you can still add on. As of the date we're recording this, May 24th, you can still add it to your package if you have an eligible package to begin with up through June 7th. So if you have a trip for Christmas time booked and you want Genie Plus so that you don't have to mess with this every day and worry about getting shut out, get it added on now. 
Yes. Because you can add it on for the length of stay right now. Your travel agent can do that for you if you use one. Uh, get that taken care of. And then June 8th rolls around. You can kick back, relax. You don't have to mess with staying up till midnight to add it so you don't have to worry about being I shut out at 6.50 a.m. I love getting only six and a half hours of sleep on my vacation, Doug. Got to stay up late yep. and get up early. Yep. It sounds great. Disney, you really understand your target demographic. Vacation. Vacation. Okay, got it. Yeah, it's not a vacation. It's, not, it's no, a trip. It's, it's, it is. It's, it's getting more and more trip like. I and we don't know why they did this, but I'm sure it's our fault. But it you know. always is our fault. So yeah, sorry, um, guys. Apologies. Yep. Um. Yeah. So uh, let's keep going because I feel like we can talk about that one for a while. We're gonna try get. We got also thank you everyone. We, we didn't got really a lot say of what questions. we thought of the. We didn't really say. We just said the change. Well, we think it stinks. It sucks. That's I wish Absolutely. you could add it. Uh, having to stay up till midnight to add it. It's ridiculous. It's no nice sleep? when you can put it on the whole package. Like yeah. I just I don't even understand anymore because I already don't sleep at Disney. I don't want to sleep even less. So yeah. that's the big thing for me. Anyway, we're gonna okay. move on. Ricardo, what are your top three tips for first timers that know nothing about Disney parks? Here's my three, Derek. Okay. Hopefully you agree with with mine. Okay. I think I I feel like we're we're sync telepathic okay. telepathetic link here. Wow, we're pathetic. Got it. Number one tip. Okay. To someone that's never gone, they're asking you for advice. You say, listen to Rope Drop Radio. Oh, that's a good one. I number like that. one tip. Number two tip is use a travel agent. Okay, that's a good because tip. Because that's more than just one tip because they're gonna give you advice, lead you a certain direction. Mm-hmm. So that's like, you know, so one and two, you're learning all the stuff you need to know. So number three tip is to remember to take lots of pictures, yet put the camera down and enjoy the moment. That's okay. my number three tip. That's a good one. What about uh, you, Derek? My number one was rope drop is very important, and you have to do it anymore if you're going to have a great experience. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Also, you need to plan in advance. So whether it be going on YouTube or learning about all the attractions, you need to actually have an understanding of what you're in for. Mm-hmm. And number three, I do agree with the travel agent one, but I'm going to put a number three, uh, also a different one. Uh, look at the map and become the map. Know the map. The map. Uh, so when map. people ask for directions, you say, I know where the closest bathroom is. And uh, that can save you a lot of time and energy. See, in my list, you get all three of those within number one. I feel Listen like I to cheated. our show, I agree. Yeah, completely. You just got them. Literally, yep. you just got them. Text Perfect Doug. Tip. He'll tell you where the closest bathroom is every That's time. That's not. Yeah, five 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 five. That's his number. Yep. All right. Yep. I just put it out there for everyone. So Dylan asks. What's one recent Disney change, Park Pass Reservation, Genie Plus, etc. you wish you had... Wish hadn't happened. Hadn't happened. There you go. I can tell you what I wish out of all the the nonsense changes. Like, Park Pass is annoying because things. But the not hopping until 2 o'clock is what bugs me the most. Because it affects me more personally. I think for the general public, Park Passes are the worst thing. Because people don't make them. The Genie Plus is bad for the people that knew what we had before. But the not hopping till two personally offends me. 
I want lunch different places sometimes. Let me eat lunch. I like that, but I do miss the days of having three fast passes locked in. You know you're going to get to those attractions, and you can rope drop one or two e-tickets, and you just know you're going to have a good day no matter what. You've already stacked your beginning or midday. So that's the one I miss the most. So you, it's it's about what you wish hadn't happened. So you're saying no genie plus, no genie plus. Okay. I want Just the three fast passes back. Yes. Okay. All right. Very good. Very good. All right. Ricardo asks again. Rank all four parks. One family with small children. Two family with teens. Three young adults with kids. Four seniors. So Doug. I love this question. This might be one of my favorite questions we got because I got into a discussion with this with some friends because the park changes depending on who you're going with. So, Doug, you're going with small children, if you remember that. Where are your park rankings? Magic Kingdom. Okay. Then maybe Animal Kingdom. Okay, we're the same so far. And then Hollywood Studios. Okay, we're the same. And then Epcot. Even though Epcot, since my kids were little, Epcot has come a long ways with the addition of frozen okay well on that one we nailed it exactly the same doug i okay. agree with All you right. on that so family with teens you have teens i do so not. i literally asked my teens oh good this one to rank them and it was hollywood studios number one okay then they argued about animal kingdom or magic kingdom number two okay i think animal kingdom came out ahead and then it was Magic Kingdom and then Epcot. Okay, but they said they're all very close. It's 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 a close battle. I think they're looking mainly at headliners, like Rise of the Resistance beat out Flight of Passage, basically. Okay, is what happened, and then you know that was kind of how that went. I don't know. Okay, now this next one is fascinating to me. Young adults, so I'm going to say 21 plus. Without kids. So the dinks, dual income, no kids. Yeah. Um, I can tell you it's number four. Really? Magic Kingdom. Hmm. I mean, it's the, if you're 21 plus, it's the one park. I mean, there is alcohol, but you got to pay to have access to Oh, no, I'm going it. Epcot number one on this That's one. number one. Yep. I put, I put Magic Kingdom fourth. So I was just getting number four out of the way. I Epcot's number one. I Both Hollywood Studios and... Animal Kingdom have their spots, right? They have some pretty good spots to to lounge, to enjoy time. Um, I think Hollywood Studio wins out because I think the attractions are better to where you can, like, have a meal or a drink, go do that attraction, go back to baseline, go do that attraction, go to, you know, tune in lounge. I, I think the attractions, the size of the park, is just a lot more comfortable and fun than Animal Kingdom. I agree with you. So we're on the same page. Animal Kingdom is so big. It is. That it, but, you want to, ah, let's go to Tiffin's. It's a mile away. Now let's move to Seniors where I put Animal Kingdom a little bit higher. Where do you put Seniors ranking? Well, I'm the closest one to this. So I guess you it's just my old. rankings. Yeah. I think Epcot's number one still. I agree with that. I'll keep I that. Think, yep. Because it can be low-key. They can be. Um, I don't want to walk very far, so I'm putting Hollywood Studios number oh, two. Oh, see, I went Animal Kingdom. See, There's I know, so many seniors at Animal Kingdom every time I go. It's a long way to walk. And but you, I don't know. What if you have a scooter? You can just kind of look at animals. Go. Yeah, just ram people and get going. Yeah, I, yeah and, but I think 
Magic Kingdom should be higher, though. I'll put Magic Kingdom next, and I'll put Hollywood Studios at the yeah. bottom for seniors. Yeah, I... They're I just like the park size of... Yeah, but you're I'm, not thinking of attractions. I'm doing Rise Ricardo, of this could have been a ground. whole Patreon episode. That's a whole show. Yeah, yes, whole show. there we All go. Right. We got yeah, it. Best we could do. All right. Jessica asks, how would you rope drop plans change for off-property guests? This is a good one. Yeah, so you missed that first hour. You still got to be early. You got to be a on mob. the ball. Absolutely. There is a line... Like we're getting there early to get in for the for op- the extra half hour. There's already a line for off property, so I mean, there's people that are there an hour and a half early. Yep. And you're not going to the same place that you're going if you're on property. You just you got to go to option B or C. So I wouldn't necessarily rope drop flight of passage. I do Everest. Right. Yep, I it's agree like with that. The next Animal thing. Kingdom, absolutely. Stay away from that area of the park. Magic Kingdom's the best one for off-property rope droppers. You hard left. Because you can line up on the rope and be first to Jungle Cruise, thunder Pirates, Big Thunder, yep. Because um, Liberty Square and Frontierland and uh, uh, Adventureland open at the off-property rope drop. It's, it's just Fantasyland and Tomorrowland that's It's open really early. Hollywood Studios that is the, the challenge one. when it comes. I, it's just you're screwed There's, no matter you, what. You can't buy Rise of the Resistance. Nope. Um, if you get in line a half hour late, you're giving you're up missing your You're missing Slinky. You're missing Tower. You, you just got to decide what... Falcon, maybe? What is the most important to you? Falcon yep. probably be your fastest to get on and off. Other than Toy Story Mania, those would probably be if you want to do something the fastest, that'd be it. And then single you just, rider at Rockin', maybe? and hopefully you have a lightning lane for a Slinky or something. But yeah, it's gonna be rough. It is Hollywood Studios. Be ready to stand in line, but there's not that many attractions, so you can stand in line for all of them. There you go. Yeah, that's a terrible that's a beauty plan. of it. Beauty. Yeah. Okay, so uh, there you go. Anyway, Ryan Alexander asks, what Walt Disney World restaurant do you want to try that you have not been to yet? Here's a couple I haven't been to. Tony's. Trails oh, sorry. In. Wow, I threw up a little bit like, for a second. I, I haven't been to Tony's. Okay, I, I mean, this in, is like, I went like, what is your number one signature dog dining I experience? I Victoria and Albert's. Okay. Like, uh, easy answer. I have two. That's one of them. The other one's Yachtsman. Yeah, that'd be. I had an eighty-yard Yachtsman, and it is. It, I kick myself for getting rid of it. We it wasn't open the days of the week that on our last trip. No. I thought about going there before it's the, perfect, the Halcyon. So it like Yachtsman is that perfect Midwest Nebraska steakhouse that I really want to try. Like everything that I've read and seen and known people who go there. It's like if you're from the Midwest, you're gonna love it, and I got to try it. Yeah. So, yeah, it just it, it's not open every day of the week right now. That's true. And so we couldn't go before okay. our Halcyon. We, we would have. Yeah. We got Nine we Dragons go to Tony's, instead. Though, that was not. Goodness. I'm Nine Dragons had to have been better than Tony's. But I I'm hope so. Sold. Yeah. I don't know. That was not. I mean, it wasn't bad, but you don't need to book it, folks. All you right. don't need to book it. Ryan also asks if you could retheme one attraction. What changes would you make? Uh, Tomorrowland Speedway. 
I'd make it all electric, make it quiet so it doesn't pollute the noise of the whole side of the park and it doesn't smell that. And then let's just throw Wreck-It Ralph in there for the heck of it. I'm going to actually go Journey to Imagination. I'm going to reskin this completely. I'm going to take the Imagineer who went to Navi and got that amazing animatronic at the end. They're going to do the Dreamfinder. They're going to take the mapping that uh, Mickey's Runaway Railway did, and they're going to really take the old attraction, like not old, like old old mm-hmm. attraction, and refreshen it for this day and age. Done. There you go. Simple. I like it. I with retheming though you're still keeping it figment though. Yeah. Figment. I would love this attraction to be the key Epcot attraction like it once was. Yeah. Like my childhood somehow in the back of my brain remembers but it's like a memory that's slowly fading. Yeah. That's that's a good one. Good yeah. job, Derek. All right. Chris asks, is Darth Vader's mask a humidifier or dehumidifier? First off, I really thought it was a ventilator. I, I guess I don't know. Right. I, I guess, I mean, he has burns, so I'm yeah. going to go with it humidifies because you need to keep burn wounds moist. You don't want dried out skin. I, I really I, did not I think know. about that that much. We're, I, ev- we're big Star Wars fans, but we're not dehumidifier, not going, dehumidifier <laughs> fans. I have it's, one in my room, so it's Keeps me fresh at night, I guess. Anyway, his second question is, and our strategy for the studios has been, one, buy Rise, Lightning Lane. Two, nab a Genie Plus Lightning Lane for Tower as first priority, which only one elevator working. It has jumped over several other attractions as the top spot. Number three, Rope Drop Slinky. How would you rate that strategy and would you change it? A plus. A plus. Yes, that's great. If, if Perfect. Tower's you nailed what you it. Want to do? If you want to do tower, tower yes, get that lightning lane. I agree. It's brutal with only one thing working. Yes, and buy rise. Why not yeah. spend the money, get it done, knocked out? I love it. Yeah. No. Nope, A plus. You got it. Yes. Good job. You listen to the show. Yeah. All right. David Fisk asks, how would you approach trying to do four parks in one day? With Genie Plus and Lightning Lanes. I mean, you you got to be at one park for the morning, right? You can't hop till two. So I would probably buy whatever headliner in the park that you're starting. And then my first Lightning Lane would probably be for where I'm hopping to first. I agree with that. And then potentially buy a couple other headliners. If, if your goal is to do as attractions, some people that do four parks one day hardly do any attractions. If your goal is to do things, start stacking them um, in the afternoon and evening as to where you plan on being. I think that's the key is uh, you attack it like that. You buy something for the morning, start stacking from 7 a.m. on, I think – because you'll have a rope drop where you start, yep. right? So utilize your rope drop to do attractions wherever you start. Put your lightning lanes all into the stacking category. Buy whatever you want and can afford. Um, just if you want to do attractions. Keep in mind travel time. I would be ready to walk into the next part or park, sorry, at like 145. Maybe hop somewhere just outside the park to eat lunch 
you know, like Contempo Cafe, go check out the Contemporary before you head into the Magic Kingdom. I don't know. Just just brainstorming. Yep, I like that idea. Um, it's one of those ones where if you have Genie Plus, if you're trying to buy things, but your goal is to get to all four parks, do you really want to spend all the money? Like, like you said, is it rides or is it going to all four parks? So... Uh, that's kind of the big thing with that. Um, but you're right. If you get on the rope, you can. If you Animal Kingdom, you're going to Flight of Passage. You don't have mm-hmm. to buy it. You get on the rope. You're there. Get it done. Hell, you can get all of Animal Kingdom done right. before you even need to rope drop anywhere else and eat lunch and then done. Be somewhere by 1:45, ready to walk into your next park with a Lightning Lane sitting there at two o'clock, waiting for you to use. I, I mean. You want to do all four parks and see how many attractions you can do? Yeah, stack them up. Um, Get two lightning lanes in each park, potentially, uh, as the evening wears on. I think most of all, let us know how it goes. Yeah, tell us. I'm I'm curious. It's definitely changed now, trying to do the every ride and doing all the hopping and getting as many things done as possible. Not as much fun as it was pre-pandemic, Doug. Best time was paper fast passes oh, with no return way windows. back in the day. Good old days. Tell you what. Can we go back to that question earlier? What do we miss the most? Let's go back to paper fast passes. I almost passes. threw that at you as you're talking about Genie or Fast Pass Plus because we all hated Fast Pass Plus when it we started. We did. We didn't. And I got Who to like it. Who knew they could it. unify us to like it? Yes, so with a newer, worse the thing. next. The next thing's going to make us wish we had Genie Plus back. I <laughs> hope not. Because oh, I, I that oh. is a whole show in itself because something new has got to be coming soon. And um, we shall see. It's been an uh. interesting day or a couple weeks with Disney and yeah. all that. So anyway, Andrea Donahue asks, our kids are 10, 6, 4, and 1. The oldest does not like coasters yet. What is the minimum number of attractions you would find respectable worth the vacation? Andrea, if I took RJ on a trip with Declan, he would be all into coasters. I'm just going to start with that. I'm going to say nine a day. I actually say eight to ten, so nine right in the middle. And when we're talking attraction, we're also talking shows. Yep. Um, You know, the aquarium at the seas. It's... More than just rides. That's the thing. I like with my motion sickness, people are like, but you don't, you go to Disney, but you don't do the roller coaster. Like, yeah, but there's this and this and this. And like, that's the stuff Six Flags doesn't have, folks. Like, it's the Indiana Jones stunt show. That's worth two attractions in itself. I don't know what you're talking about there, but um, this is a show with Indiana Jones or is it, it is. just it's Dale? Amazing. Is it a chipmunk dressed as Indiana I Jones? I wish, by or? the way, that movie is phenomenal oh, if you haven't seen excellent. it Excellent. Yes. So many cameos. Great. Ugly Sonic steals the show. That's a whole Patreon show in itself. Our review, yeah. in fact, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. But yes, I would say 8 to 10, depending on the type of attractions you're trying to do. Yeah, and that's without killing yourselves. You rope drop, Four take a kids, nap, yes. come back, have dinner, um, catch a couple shows... Uh, fireworks or a parade. I mean, it's not all coasters. Um, don't feel like you failed if your kids don't want to go on the coasters. By all means, abandon them and go on them yourselves. But, you know, no, that's uh, a time, story yeah. for another day. But, you know, split up. So we do, do multiple things. Absolutely. Yep. 
All right, Joseph asks, do you think annual passes will return for non-Florida residents? And, <laughs> oh my gosh, I hope so. They will. They will someday, Doug. Okay, finish the question. And finish how question. often do you need to go to justify the cost? So that in history basically has shown us two, you know, four to five night trips. Yep. Like four to five park days. Uh, two two, two trips. So yeah. seven to 11 is always what I said. Yeah, but like it can't be one trip of seven. It's yep. got a, two different trips. So you can buy an annual pass, you know, go and then go 11 months later. That's a great strategy. We'll talk about that in the Patreon show too. Yep. But um, is it coming back? I mean, we have parks hitting capacity on park re- passes. Do they need to bring it back? Revenue's up. Do I renew mine? It comes up in about three weeks, Doug. I think you re- renew it out of fear that if you don't, you I'm never going have to it again. renew mine, Doug. That's Actually, why. the big question is my kids. We got the kids I memberships. Thought you meant your kids. Uh, theirs expired November seventh or eighth, and that's the one I don't know if we renew or not because we got that stupid discount that was offered for like only a few weeks, and no. um, I don't know what we do with theirs right now. That's a whole. That's a Patreon episode in itself. But yes, eventually it's got to come back, Doug. I, I think you agree with that. It has to. It needs to. But I was surprised when it did come back that they didn't jack the price up more. Yeah. Because with the parks being full, more or less, on a re- like things are attendance is up despite what some people are saying in different media outlets. Nope. It's attendance a lot. is it's ridiculous. there. And. So the motivation by Disney to bring it back is very low. So when they do, I'm almost afraid to find out what it costs. Good point. I agree with you. All right. CT asks, what's your Disney park guilty pleasure? I have a good one, Doug. Mine is a pretty major attraction that um, you're aware of, Derek, and it's it's a small world. Oh, okay. That, okay. I mean, I... You We're know going different like, viewpoints on this. Yeah, there's times where I'm like, Derek, we gotta go on it's a small world. You've you've witnessed this. I have. So my yeah. guilty pleasure, Doug, is that I try I, I'm a people person. I talk to everyone at the parks. Mm-hmm. It's really annoying if you're by me and even in the bathroom. I love to find people that have never been or haven't been to a park in a long time. And I love to just get all the information I can out of them. Are they having fun? What did they learn? Did they listen to our podcast? Here's a card for our podcast. So that's kind of my guilty pleasure is I'm a people watcher and I want to know all your Disney details. Are it just what is the parks doing for you? One, it gives information for this show, but two, I also love the drama of people who are really hating the new Genie Plus, and mm-hmm. then we can vent about it as well. I'm an extrovert. I will talk to everyone. If you are in a Skyliner with me, I'm sorry. I am going to talk to you. I love it when I do talk to people because they're like discussing something. And I'm like, hey, this blah, blah. I give them a like I'm helping them. Right. They clearly. And then they clearly look at you like you're a crazy person and don't listen. Like one time somebody was going to Hollywood Studios from Epcot and they like straight up got off at Riviera. Because they it was the next stop. Yeah. And we're like, no, no. Like, and they got oh, on. And we're like, sorry. all right, see ya. 
So yeah, you like to talk to people. Yep, it's understatement. I, I my I I took it as a guilty pleasure that I'm almost embarrassed to admit, and I like it's a small world. Okay. Do I sit there and enjoy the air conditioning and maybe just look at Twitter, possibly, and hope that my name comes up at the very end of the ride? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's I like it. I feel like it should be done every trip. Okay, there you not, go. Not everybody agrees with that. That goes regularly. Nope, I do nope. not. So, That's... all right. Joseph asks, what are your best tips for navigating Disney as a family of five? Doug and I just happen to be families of mm-hmm, fives. Mm-hmm. It seems like everything is geared towards families of four. In fact, no. when we were uh, actually when we were pregnant with uh, Callum, Doug was like, I'm sorry. Like, I think that was like, hey, congrats. Yeah, no, good sorry. luck. Yeah, it happens. Sorry, bud. Yeah, like. Rides are difficult because so many are designed for four. You can get away with a lot of things when the kids are little, but once they're big, it's it's, it's, it's really ADRs hard. that really mess with me. Oh, dog. they don't like they like their even numbers. There's so many times we book six and just like, yep, nobody didn't show up oh. because we could find like Ohana for six, but not for five. Explain Disney. Explain. That's that's the part where it really bugs me. Yeah, I can't. And, they have gotten a lot better for hotels, though. Um, back in, like, 2008, it was basically uh, Riverside was, like, the only non-deluxe yep. place you could sleep five other than they, the They built the that family bed suites. into the wall that, now at most resorts in the yeah. remodel. So they're, like, four plus one small mm-hmm. child. Yeah, and so Caribbean Beach has that now. Yep. The addition of Caribbean Beach to the family of five – uh, like selection is huge. It added so many more rooms. It's on the Skyliner. So it more than doubled the number of rooms you could have as a family of five. Art of Animation came along. That was a game changer yep, for family really five. Good. Not a true value price, but also you get, you get a door that separates you from your child and two bathrooms. So accommodation And the Skyliner itself fits more than a family of right. five. So I, I really appreciate that as well. Yeah. Um, the newer rides, like Rise of the Resistance, is what? Eight? Eight? So, like, yeah, it's designed for two families of four, but you know what? Mm, five fits just fine. Um, what Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway really isn't a dedicated family of four or family of five with individual seats. So that's nice as well. But the one thing about being a family of five is you really get used to getting to meet all the single riders yeah. on things. Yeah. Millennium Falcon, we always get one. Yeah. And you say, and have I fun being an engineer. Every time. So it's, it is what it is. The, there's no great tips. There's um, always a kid riding by themselves. And now my kids fight over that position before well, they hated it. And now they love it. Well, as your kids get older, they can ride together once they hit a certain age, and then it's me by myself oh. most of the time, or oh, Michelle, yeah. or like on certain rides, they don't want to sit by me because they're worried about vomit. Yeah, been there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, there you go. There we go. Uh, Angel Woodard asks, what tricks should be used to rope drop when staying on property and not renting a car? Disney transportation never gets us early enough. So there's probably always a bus earlier always earlier. than you think there yep, is. I agree. Because, I mean, we'll roll up on the first bus from wherever we're staying, and there's somehow buses that beat us. So a little of it depends on your resort. 
Um, I think the buses that are going to get you there fastest, earliest, are the values. Pop and Art, I think, usually the first one's out the gate. Um, you're staying at Saratoga Springs. Yeah, you're going to be the last first bus yep. to the Magic Kingdom. One, because you're the furthest away, well, other than Animal Kingdom. But the deluxes just seem to not care as much about Rope Drop. No. Um, the other thing you could do is make sure you stay um, at a resort where you can at least walk to a park or two. You know, Bay Lake Tower, uh, Grand Floridian, you can walk to the Magic Kingdom. Um, over, you know, Hollywood, Hollywood Studios, Epcot, you got Beach Club, Boardwalk, Yacht yeah. Club. So that's one way to control it when you don't have a car. I agree with that. So, yeah, you nailed that one exactly. All right. Adam asks, what are the best strategies for child swap with Genie Plus? We will have a four-year-old guessing she'll be above 40 inches and an 18-month-old on our trip. Four adults will be on this trip. Um, it's getting really? weird. It Really not strategy anymore, is there? Yeah. You've got to book everybody a lightning lane. Yep. And then you just swap. There's no fast pass here, fast pass there, and double dip. They got rid of that. We nope. talked about that on our... It's yeah, sorry. It's not even fun for families of five at this point when it's like, oh, only one kid gets to go a second time. Yeah. So the I think cast members kind of making up rules sometimes, and it's it's the wild west of child swap. Yes. So uh, the fact that they still have it is great. I will admit that I love it, um, and, and it still works. You just scan your magic band, you get to come back. So I think the best thing is when all the kids are finally tall enough. But it, it is a weird time, and I think it's going to get a little bit weirder before it gets better with Child Swap. Yeah, I don't miss it. Yeah. So. But yet we do. We do. Because, oh, I mean, back I in the do. day. I still have one kids, that's still there. Michelle and the kids rode, like, everything twice. Yeah. And I just hung out with Claire. No, I. The fact that my kids had to fight for that one extra spot this last trip blew my Oof. mind. So yeah. I, I think it's going to change a lot over the next year as they're still figuring out Genie Plus and Lightning Lanes. So you're just going to have to let us know how it goes for you. And and just the big thing is make sure you show your child who is not yeah, tall enough. Yeah, you have to that, that, take them. Yep, you have to show them to the cast member. Yeah, the body. Yep. You have to show them the body. The body. Wow. Okay. Anyway, Ryan asks... What land gets rethemed first, Tomorrowland or Frontierland? And the correct answer is Tomorrowland. Yeah, it's, I don't know how you retheme Frontierland. No. Really, I think that's just there. I, you can modify it, but Tomorrowland needs to become Discovery Land, and we need to be okay with it. There, I said it. All right. Sounds good. So Holly asks, Holly Weekly Griffin asks, do you think meal plans will ever be back? We kind of talked about this, and yes, yes, yeah. they will. Someday, yeah. who knows Someday. when. Someday. We predicted that June earlier. 1st of you said 2027. 2035. Wow, even more out. I said holiday yeah. season. So they got to come back because I miss <laughs> yeah, them so much. It, it just makes them Character too much dining money. just works so much easier with them. Yeah, they need to bring back the character dining and then the oh, meal plan will follow. Yeah, like, you know, 1900 uh, needs to come back and Akershes. Well, so we'll why is 1900 it. not back by now? I don't know. It's Grand Flow. They they're out it. of the strawberry soup or whatever their yeah, main thing was. was. Watermelon the, soup. The I can't remember. The sisters don't want to yell at each other from across the restaurant. That's one of my favorite character dining. So the fact yeah. that it's been gone for two and a half years blows my mind. Yeah. All right. Jordan asks, 
what is the number one thing from each park you would tell a new visitor that they had to do, Doug? This is tricky. Let's go park like, to park. How about that? All right. It'd be easy to be like, you have to do mind train, right? But okay. I don't think that's what the question's wanting. All right. Something a little so more. So you're Magic Kingdom. Get a Dole Whip. No, that's... Have I think pirates. A, have to get pirates. a picture in front of the castle? Yes, you have to do that. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll go with that. What oh. are you saying? Is I that, was that yours? Okay, I'll say pirates. You have to All do right. pirates. Okay. All right, Epcot. You have to go on Spaceship Earth. Oh, man, you took mine. Okay, well, it could be yours. Okay. No, no, I'm going to go. I, I'd be like, you have to see um, Voices of Liberty. Then. Okay, okay, that's a good one. I think that works. I yeah. agree. Yep. You, those are the two things. That's true. Most people aren't going to think they have to do, and you should do those. Yes. I, okay. Hollywood Studios. I mean, I'm still just going to say Rise of the Resistance, but like you stand in the line. You just bite the bullet. You have to do it. If you're a Star Wars fan, I agree. Rise of the Resistance. Uh, if not, if you're a Toy Story fan, I think you need to spend the day in Toy Story land and do all the things. And wear your sunscreen. A lot of it, too. Yeah, no shade. Animal Kingdom? Safari. Have to do the safari. Yeah. Uh, that was mine. And then I will say one even later. Uh, okay. You have to go at night Ooh, and experience yeah. Animal Kingdom at night sometime. Yeah. Yeah. The lights go. on and... Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. There we there go. go. Yeah. Back to the Mouse asks, what is the downside of canceling a cruise and getting a guaranteed rate? Are you allowed to do this? Do you lose your booked excursion? Doug, this one's all you. I asked the boss this question. Um, First off, this question is a great thing to ask a travel agent. Okay. So you cannot double book. So yes, to get a guaranteed one, if you're already booked on that cruise, you would have to cancel what you already have booked. Um, you're within your final payment, um, in theory here, you can't transfer the money, um, to the new booking on that same cruise. You would lose your excursions and your dining. If you had main dining, um, and all that was open when you rebooked the new one was late dining. Guess what? You now have late dining. Um, so if you straight up to get this new guaranteed rate that's lower, right? You have to cancel because you can't be double booked. But you could move the existing reservation to a future booking to keep that money instead of losing it. So you could move to future reservation, but if you cancel that one, you would lose your deposit. You can't just push it off and then cancel and get everything back. Disney's smarter than that. They're gonna keep your money to his the deposit. Um but you still lose excursions that are booked. So if you have an excursion that's booked that is, say, sold out, um, unless when you cancel those become available and you can get them right back, you're in trouble there. Okay. It's complicated. The real answer is hopefully you have a smart travel agent that understands how complicated that, that is. That nailed it. That's exactly the right answer. Yeah. But, yeah, you have to cancel. Joe book. asking the tough questions on here. He's, yeah. 
Okay. We're going to follow up with Chris from the concierge. Uh, he asked the hardest question. Oh Do you gosh. think they'll ever sell blue and green milk in a big gulp size so Wes, the DCL dude, can finally get enough to make him sick? I don't know if Wes I can don't get can. sick. I've seen it. No. I've watched it He's in person. Like double fist. It's gross. Chug, chug in fact, it's... Wes needs to go on the uh, Halcyon to really get the all-you-can-drink style. He's the only person that could get his money's worth out of just blue milk. That's so gross. He really loves it folks it's weird it's questionable yep it's not even it's not even a gag anymore it's just getting kind of weird it's honest uh chris also asks did you take actual lessons to learn those trick dancing skills uh that we had on the halcyon and uh kind of yeah we did we did a routine with mine is really stiff and rigid and not very good i noticed watching the video of you derek you are going the opposite direction as everyone else behind you. It happens. I, I it's just, mirror. That's a skill. It is. I, I, I like, mirrored the impressive. wrong way. Yeah, Maybe you did I, good though. It, you know what? I The difference between you and me is you're, I just get into it. If I make a mistake, I'm, I'm going to own the mistake, just, but I'm going to look good doing it. I'm trying to be too right. That was and that's fun. not how you I'm dance. not going to lie. That's I'm just, horrible. that was a great moment uh, that I really hope you we know, can redo someday. You know, we danced someday. twice. By the way, you danced at dinner and then we danced after dinner and it was painful both times. It was great. That's the difference between you and me, my friend. Thank you to Chris for the donations. Yes. All the donors that uh, give kids the world. So, all right. Bobby asks, which resort is better, boardwalk, yacht or beach club and why? This is a simple one. I think you and I will both agree on. I'm going to say beach club. Oh, yay. We're agreed. Yeah, closest to the skyline. Yeah, exactly. Closest to Epcot. You get access to the pool, yeah. right? Yacht and beach both get the same pool. Um, I, you can still walk yeah. to the boardwalk restaurants and, and yeah. bars that I love. I and mean, it's less walking because people will argue, hey, I can walk to Hollywood Studios fast from bar, boardwalk. I can walk to the skyline or get to Hollywood Studios about the same time and yeah. I save some steps. Yeah, you, you can. It's... They're all great, but I think Beach Club just has the atmosphere. I know some people that love Yacht Club and some people that love Boardwalk. They all have their fans. We just happen to be Beach Club fans. Yep. So, all right. Final one is from Black Spire Broadcast. Club 33, how do we get in? Uh, you pay a lot of money. A lot of money. Yeah, you got to join. You got to be approved to pay the money, too. That's even, yeah. I once yeah. emailed them and I was like, hey, can I be a member? And I never got anything back. No, they're like, <laughs> <laughs> we know how much money you make. Yeah, they Disney know more podcast. about you than you know. Yeah. So, yeah. And yeah, that's, you got to find somebody, know them and treat them right. And maybe, maybe that's, they'll let you in. That's a way to get into Club 33. So do, we have one other question. Oh, we do have one more that just came in. Wes, the DCL dude. Oh, the blue milk guy. Yep. When is Tron going to open, Derek? Um, about the same time the dining plan is going to come back. <laughs> I, I, in fact, that's a great over-under. I, <laughs> Ooh, what's first, dining plan or Tron? That's I, honestly, Twitter poll. I kind of think dining pl- or uh, Tron by Ooh, Thanksgiving. No, I'm going to give dining plan. Okay. okay you know I'm what, Doug? Tron. Doug, snack bet. We got our next one. All right. Um. I'm saying Tron first. Uh, okay, dining plan. Okay, this is this great. Is a good we one. haven't had a it good snack be. bet in a while. Write it down because I know we'll forget. But uh, I, I think know. Tron is going to be 
I, I know they're testing it, but they still got to get the facade. That doesn't mean they care to open it. I know. I don't think right? it's going to open until early next year. I mean, so think about Minnie and Mickey's. That thing was done it forever. Was just ready or um, Ratatouille? Yep. Sat there. No, I think Tron. I think Tron's twenty twenty three. So I think the dining plan comes first. Sorry, Wes. Oh. But I will tell you this: on this show, somehow I'm going to get Doug to ride it. We'll see. With me. I don't even care. We'll do a bonus episode. We'll do a Patreon episode. We'll do a donation. Doug, you and I will ride it together. If you puke on me, you puke on me. I don't even care. I just want to do just, this one. I just don't want to be the guy that shuts down the ride for We'll like do it hour. at the end of the night. It's fine. Who that wants sounds... to go on with us? Is that a, you know, we do a special episode show? Great. <sighs> okay. We'll do the dining plan and then do Tron or vice versa. Killing me. That was a lot of great questions. That was. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you very much. And we still got to get to the Patreon episode in which we'll answer Olivia's uh, question. And also, uh, we have a couple others kind of really referring to that as well with Doug and I going as much and how we keep it fresh every time. So that is what we're going to talk about on Patreon. But uh, first, we have to give a shout out to our amazing sponsor, Michelle McKnight, the Rope Drop Queen, because if you want to go to Walt Disney World to experience any of these questions or even get on the list for when the dining plan gets back, because she'll probably tell, she'll know first, Doug. She'll know well before us. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Disney likes to announce stuff and then tell their staff. Oh yeah, like, that's oh, a good point. We're gonna we're changing this policy. I, tomorrow. I saw that the uh, I saw that the Disney Visa meet and greet came out this week, and yeah. part of me wondered, did they tell the staff? Because it wasn't like, hey, coming back no this date. It's they like, literally just back. said today. Like there was no. In fact, I need to text my wife that they're back so she knows to go to right. it. Um. So yeah, you're right, Disney. So anyway, in the end. To answer a lot of these questions, you need to book a trip with Michelle. She will help you answer them and help you have an amazing vacation or trip or whatever it is now with Genie Plus and help you understand that you're going to have to wake up uh, really early and go to bed really late. And that is a whole different thing. But anyway, her email is in the show notes, but we need to get to the Patreon episode. So if you want to hear that, you're going to have to click that link as well and subscribe. But that is all the time that we have. So thank you guys so, so much for asking questions, letting us answer them. We, uh, on all the platforms. So be sure to follow at rope drop radio, but for Doug, I'm Derek. You've been listening to rope drop radio.